0: Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Dusty Simmons.
1: And I'm Jamie Davidson from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals.
0: So, Jamie, they say you're never really ready to have children. And one day it just kind of happens,
1: right? Yeah, (laughs) kind of just happens. Um,
0: You know, but people really aren't prepared for the sleepless nights. And, you know, for those of you out there who don't have kids, that's not a joke. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, I always think of young people that, you know, go out and have a good time. they talk about how tired they are the next day, (laughs) my joke's always like, this is just getting ready for you to have kids. You you don't know what tired is yet.
0: That's right. The diapers and food messes and worrying about every fall or hiccup and wanting to make sure your baby's safe. Those things never, never change.
1: Yeah, that's right. But uh, something else that people are never really prepared for. It's really how much it costs to have a baby.
0: I know. Babies are, well, kids are expensive. Babies are especially expensive. Oh my
1: God. I think of all the money I've spent on babies. Oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, So yeah, I think that's what we're going to talk about today, right?
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about, oh baby, you know, how having a baby can impact your wallet.
1: Oh, and it will. Trust me. It will.
0: Yes. And then for eternity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we already talked about in another one, right? Cutting the strings.
0: Cutting the strings. That was, yeah. It was the podcast. We did it
1: it in reverse, didn't we? We should have started with this one. We should have started with this one. So, Dusty, you're a mom, right? I am a mom. So, what were some unexpected expenses for you when it when it came to have a baby? Anything that surprised you?
0: Um, You know, I think we did a pretty good job of kind of planning out all the things we were going to buy for the baby. But I think once the baby was born, just the sheer cost of like diapers and formula just really shocked me. That hit our monthly budget really hard. See, how about you? uh,
1: For me, it was even before that, and we're going to talk a lot about uh, those today. I mean, we just started first with the. Well, we're going to talk about it, obviously. But the maternity clothes—I'm like, what do you mean? We got to go to the maternity <laughs> store. What is this? And well, yeah. obviously, how do these look? It's on like me? a what rite are,
0: of passage. It's like,
1: you're, yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny because women. Yes. When they have their first baby, they're so excited to go to the maternity store. Oh, yeah. And then the second time. They're so excited to show, let people, you know, they're showing. Yeah. Second time, third time, they're like exact opposite. They try to make it not, you know, as long as they can without maternity Mm -hmm. clothes. So So maternity clothes, that was it for you. Well, that wasn't it, but that was it. That was the first one. And then all of a sudden we've got to create this whole new room with all this. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're going to talk about all those things today. Uh, Yeah. I tell you what, young people out there and old people out there, if you haven't had a baby yet and you're thinking about it.
0: It's this a podcast great thing. was for you. It's for
1: you. It's, it's a great thing, <laughs> but kids are expensive.
0: All right, so we're in the yeah, uh, we're just talking today about the cost of babies, not the cost of children. But um, so we're gonna look at the facts here when it comes to just having a baby. So facts are good. The facts are always good. According to the bump.com, you spend about eighty three hundred dollars just for baby gear in the first year
1: alone. It's a lot of money. Yeah,
0: I think that's a pretty
1: that's a lot of scotch and estimate. cigars, man. Yeah. I tell you, if I if I was spending it on, that'd be a good year.
0: Exactly. What else we got from a, a stats. Standpoint.
1: Well, bump.com also says uh, that the one year of childcare is average cost is about $9,000.
0: Wow. That's, so, that's a lot. That's more than maybe your mortgage payment well, is for the year.
1: That's just $17,000. We just added up right there for that. So you got
0: $17,000 sitting around somewhere yeah. just waiting to be spent.
1: Yeah. When you're ready to have a baby, you better have it ready.
0: <laughs> so today right. we're keeping it real and we're going to talk about five things to prepare you financially before you have the baby.
1: Yeah, that's that's very important. It's um, and really it's it, children are wonderful. I have three. You have two. And I wouldn't do anything different. Obviously, I have all three of them. I love them dearly. And it's funny, though, because when my wife came to me and said she was ready to have a baby and I was my eyes went wide open, like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> why disrupt this? really and, great thing.
1: Yeah. It, and for me, it was two things. It really was. Number one, it was, oh, my gosh, we're having so much fun. Why do we why would we disrupt the fun we're having? And number right. two was. It's going to cost a lot. This is going to be expensive. Right. But I had no idea how expensive it was going to be until after we got started. And oh, my goodness. So number one we're going to talk about today is
0: um get your baby gear yeah you have baby to get baby gear, gear i mean you got to have it oh yeah got to have a lot oh, of it
1: got to have a lot of it you know every single thing it's amazing to me the things people have to go out and buy for their for their child before they're born even uh and obviously when it's your first child you're really excited and you know you've got this whole idea that it's got to be perfect right got to
0: be new it's got to be the latest cutest thing
1: so yeah you'll, you'll come home one day guys and you know you're having a baby next thing you know on the weekend instead of watching football you're working on a nursery Right? And so right. with the nursery, what do they have to have in a nursery there? Well, That's you got to
0: have crib and furniture and, you know, the playpen and the swing and the.
1: Yeah, and don't and forget you, you got to beautify it first, too, though. Don't freak it. You got to paint it and make it perfect. And you got the little thing that goes above the crib that they're going to look at and file, going to go to sleep, right? Mobile. Yeah, they never go to sleep <laughs> looking at that. Don't waste your I money. I did. On
0: they loved that thing.
1: Yeah. Well, mine never went to sleep looking at anything like that. So everything we bought for them to go to sleep was a waste of money. Uh, so yeah.
0: Okay. So the biggest lesson to learn here with that is it doesn't all have to be new. It
1: really doesn't, and that's 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 really hard to tell. Uh, you know, parents. First-time ex- parent. Yeah, because they want everything perfect for their firstborn child, and I get that. But really, guys, you save a lot of money if you don't buy everything new.
0: Well, I think you don't realize how little amount of time you're actually going to use those things. Um, and then if you were like me, you went to try to sell them later when you were done with them and you get nothing for right. them.
1: So, Well, there's a store you go to to take that, the, the baby stuff to and the amount of money they give you for and it's laughable. So you almost yeah. get to the point like, well, I'm just going to give it away.
0: Right. But the fact that you don't really use it all that long, you don't really wear it out. So you can get some really good used stuff that looks brand new.
1: So what I recommend you do when it comes to these sorts of things, there's some great places you can go purchase those things. Uh, Marketplace is a great place yeah. to go.
0: Facebook Marketplace?
1: Yeah. Uh, If you have friends that had babies and they're done, go to them. Always find a friend that already had babies and make sure you buddy up with them. And, you know, hopefully they buy the really nice stuff. And that way it gets handed down to you. And that way you're going to save some money doing it. And there really is nothing wrong with hand-me-downs. And what you'll find out is if you have more than one child then hand-me-down cities where it's at, right? Right. We've got neighbors and they have five children. I think they've they've had four boys and I think every boy's worn the firstborn's clothes eventually. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, it's expensive. Right. Right. You you know, even now today with my eight-year-old son, Mm -hmm. I buy him a pair of cleats for football and he wears them for... Six a weeks season. and then, you know, I've got to go and buy that. So it's the same. It's even more with a baby because they grow out of things so quickly.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. So two, maternity clothes. And I guess you've kind of already hit on this, but I'm not sure that I agree with you on this one. As a woman, when fashion comes and goes, secondhand maternity clothes, I'm not sure.
1: You're pregnant. You know. You know. Guys aren't really. Go looking.
0: ahead. Hang, hang
1: yourself. <laughs> I just got hang to look for both of right them. Here. myself. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get the hate hate listens up. You know, get the hate listens up on social media. I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. No. Uh, you know, when you're pregnant, you're a beautiful thing. And I get it. But I also think, you know, if you do go by the maternity clothes, you're going to find it's pretty expensive. Yeah, it is. They're, they're not cheap and they're not easy to find when you do go to those places. And you're going to go, wow, I had to spend $80 on these pair of jeans and I'm going to wear them. You know, and once again, you know how the baby grows quickly when you have the baby? Well, the same thing's happening when... When you're pregnant with the baby, those jeans may not last you the whole time. So it depends on how much you're eating, you know, right? So I think
0: that the two things I learned buying maternity clothes was keep them for the second or third baby, right? And Mm -hmm. hopefully they're still somewhat in style. If you're going to go buy new, keep them. And then also I had a lot of girlfriends that we passed maternity clothes back and forth as we were all pregnant. Like that was nice because you felt like you were getting new stuff. And it was nice stuff because we all probably bought it new, but you were sharing.
1: Right. So So, yeah, don't be afraid to use secondhand at night.
0: And I had a friend who loved wearing her husband's stuff while she was pregnant. She wore a lot of like button down shirts and that kind of thing. And
1: hey, I'm all for saving a buck. If you want to wear my clothes, go for it. My daughter's still on my clothes all the time now. So, but when it comes time for me to have something to wear, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Number three. Now, number three, we put two things together. One, I'm sort of understanding. The second one. I'm not really up on these things, so I'm going to put myself out there. And CeCe's over here giving me that stared ass. She hates it when I do this, but I've got to go off script every now and then. Um, You know, one is, you know, it's baby showers. Baby showers can be very expensive, right? Uh, Especially if you're going to the baby shower. Yeah. But in this, she also has gender reveals.
0: Which is a new thing. Oh, my Lord. It's a new thing, but but here's the deal, you know, if you're having a party in order to get baby gear, awesome, but don't spend more money on throwing the party than you're gonna get in stuff back. That's my thing, <laughs> right?
1: It's like it's like having a, you know, it's like a wedding, right? Make I mean, sure make sure you're getting a b- more expensive gift than what you're than paying the for the dinner. Co-
0: yeah, and I have seen some really cool baby showers and gender reveals, but I mean the intent there is to celebrate and to get some gifts yourself. So don't right. go, don't go over the top. Uh,
1: yeah, and what you know, let's talk about another part of it. It's not only it can be expensive, but it's also stressful. It is. I mean, it really gets stressful for the mother that's you know carrying mm-hmm. your baby and. Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect because I got bad news for you. When your little bundle comes out, it's perfect's not done. Perfect. Perfect's yeah. done.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's all a dream. Uh, so, yeah, just if you're going to do the showers, you're going to do the baby, the gender reveals, you know, try to keep it so it's reasonably cost. As a matter of fact, I would actually sit down and probably make a budget before you did this. Yeah. Because some people get out of control and it can cost you. Some people spend a thousand dollars on something. Did you like have
0: this. a baby shower theme? Oh, we had okay. a we had a joint men and women baby shower. It was Luau. No,
1: we, luau. we didn't we didn't do the joint. No, no, he's laughing at me. No, my my buddy Sal came by and Sal and I dropped their wives off at where the party was and mm-hmm. said, "See ya." We're going to the ALC See you
0: later.
1: <laughs> and uh, so he yeah, came back, put all the stuff in the back of the car and went home. There yeah. you go. That's the way to do it. So.
0: Okay. Ultrasounds, lab works, and checkups. Boy, I mean, I don't think you really, especially in today's age with healthcare costs so high, you do not really know how much you're going to spend on prenatal baby care until you're in that situation. Because, you know, you can look at the standards, but if you have any health complications whatsoever, they're going to do more ultrasounds, more lab work and more doctor visits as you go. So, yeah,
1: they're always going to err on the side of caution. Sure. And, and like you said, healthcare costs have gone up so much that I think back to when we had our first one, I think we just had a deductible and it took care of everything.
0: Right. That's not the case. It's anymore. not
1: the case anymore. And my wife was gestational diabetic with all three. So obviously the further we went down the road and the last child we had was eight years ago, healthcare got to the point where it was more expensive. It was not like it was with the first two children. It was much more expensive. And it's really important that you're, you know – Yes, you've got to get those things done, but be aware of those costs.
0: Well, and again, like we talk about with any medical bills, you know, if, if you're going to need to make payments on those, make sure you're coordinating with your doctor's office or the hospital or whoever's doing the lab work that you're going to make payments. You're not going to pay those things
1: off all at once. Right. And if you have you an know. HSA, make sure you're saving up for those yeah. as well. But That's very important. That's make sure what it's there you're not for.
0: damaging your credit score by not paying bills that you need to at least be making progress towards. Correct. Yeah.
1: And uh, number five, this one came up, and we're thinking about this in a way that it's if it's a it's not your typical two parent family, and something's happened um, to the father. You know, make a will. Make sure you have a will in case something should happen in child care or in childbirth, mm-hmm. where you've set up designation. Because imagine that the father has passed away before, and now you've passed away in childbirth. The other thing is not only the will, but also the discussion. If you are in a relationship and it gets to the point where it's either you or the child and the and the parent, the father has to make that decision, that's not an easy decision to make, especially when you have to share that decision with her parents, what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're having that discussion. I mean, uh, yeah, it's you know, a
0: morbid discussion, but it's certainly something you should have before the baby comes,
1: right? It, right. And 99.9% of us, it's not going to affect us. But it's just something to, to discuss. It really is yeah. important. And I, I'm really glad that Courtney put this one on the list mm-hmm. because... I wouldn't have thought about that, but we've seen it happen before. And that – it, those types of things are costly if they get sent to court but think about how costly they are as far as the relationships are concerned right. so make sure you're having that discussion and you're doing those things because it's not always about money mm-hmm. especially when it comes to your children and, and your spouse it's not always about the money it's about doing the right thing right. for everybody to get along
0: and you know we talked about the cost of a will it's not really that expensive to. It, it's some time that you're going to have to spend talking through and, ha- and ha- these things but it's you know probably $500 or less to get a basic right. will done yeah. so take the time to do it mm-hmm. uh, if not before the baby after the baby right. i confess i'm one of those parents who you know my kids are 14 and 10 and i don't have a will so that's that's shame on me right shame
1: shame shame, shame. I know. so dusty to summarize we had five points right number one is
0: yep five things you should do financially before you have the baby and that's get your baby gear but at a reasonable cost get your maternity clothes but at a reasonable cost uh you know think about what you're going to spend on your baby shower and general reveal make sure you're budgeting for your health care costs and
1: make a will so, now so. yeah, the baby's born, your your bundle of joy is here, and you've now gone a couple of weeks without any sleep. And I laugh every time I see newborn parents and they look like they've been ran through the ringer. And I'm just going, because you know what? I could have told them, but they wouldn't have listened. Right. So right. that's just how it worked. So we came up with a... Seven things to prepare for now that you have the children and the cost, right? That, and we're just talking the really the first year of the child. We're not talking for this the is, yeah. we're not talking the next eighteen or twenty one or twenty three years or those of you that haven't cut the cord at thirty three. We're talking about that year first one, year one, year
0: one. Here's so the cost. this is
1: the ones. Okay, so number one we're going to talk about is dusty baby delivery costs. Delivery costs, yes. And uh, this is
0: really hard to estimate because it could be all over the board.
1: Right. Because if you have complications, right? Uh, well,
0: it, you know, at home birth, going to cost differently than, with a midwife than it is to go to the hospital with your doctor.
1: Yeah. You and, know? we, you know, we don't like to go and ask for those prices, but, you know, they do have those out there. Now, I will tell you mm-hmm. this with us, um, it can get very expensive. Yeah. We went for, we, we tried to labor and labor and first one was emergency C-section. Luckily, we had really good insurance. in, so we just had to pay the deductible, right? By the third time, once again another C section, but Finn ended up in the NICU for ten days. So the cost for that is astronomical. If we had paid the amount, luckily the insurance picked up the majority of it. But our but our cost from the first child to the third child that we had to cover went up.
0: Yeah. So So, I mean on average, a regular delivery, that's assuming no complications, twelve thousand dollars. This is in the state of Indiana. And that's in-network provider and then probably another $2,200 of out-of-pocket out of expenses. So, right. you know, you're looking at $15,000 just to go in, have the baby and
1: come home. I, I think in using my the third one, our, our health care costs for both, because of what our deductible was, ended up being $5,000. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. hit deductible, you know, very early on, but that's still $5,000. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money.
0: Now, the one thing that I that our um, employer provides is hospital indemnity insurance. And so as a, you know, it's kind of a good way, if you know you're having a baby in the next year, buy that insurance policy and that gives you like $1,000 a day or whatever whatever the policy is. Ours is, I think, $1,000 a day for so many days. So use advantages like that where you can find them. Be smart about saving on your hospital we Have costs. the conversation
1: at work before. And you really hate to think this way about everything in life, but really about having a baby There's got to be some planning in it, and if not, it's going to cost you some money. Right. And it's very important that you you do your due diligence, so to speak. Exactly. Number two.
0: Who's working and who isn't working?
1: Yeah, it really comes down to who has the best maternity slash paternity leave. There's a lot of companies out there now that are doing a really good job of actually paying for for that, for whichever partner works for that company. So make sure you look into that. Don't just assume that mom's going to stay home and dad's going to go back to work, because that's not always the case for everybody. It's who gets the best maternity leave. Obviously, there's FMLA out there. So... If you're planning on having a a baby, start saving those sick days for when it's time to stay home, because somebody will need to stay home at least for the first usually six weeks.
0: Right. Yep.
1: All right. Number three, the big one, Dusty.
0: Oh, man. Diapers and formula.
1: Diapers and formula. You have no idea how many diapers you're going to go through. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ten a day, twelve a day. I don't remember. It Dozen at least, long.
1: yeah. I love the people and you know, I by no means am I picking at you if you're one of these people. If you did this, this is a great thing. I, you know, all the power to you. Please don't say cloth diapers. You know, all the people that say they're gonna do the cloth diaper thing. They're so gross. We're gonna save the environment, we're gonna do the cloth diaper thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Courtney just asked if that was a thing. a thing. Yes, it's a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never seen. And those
0: things I've, are expensive. Oh, they're
1: very and the services expensive because uh-huh. they have services and uh-huh. yeah. Everybody thinks that's a great idea. To your house smells pretty bad until they pick up the next mm-hmm. load of them. So and remember, you got to rinse those out in the toilet by your with your hands. So yeah. Uh, so that being said, going. I mean plastic diapers. You know, regular diapers are yeah. expensive. So are cloth diapers. So whichever way you're going, you're going to spend a lot of money on poop. you're right you never thought of it that way when you're gonna spend a lot of money cleaning up the poop
0: you know and so so, and i will say diapers is one thing where i never cut costs because i never like i we always use the and i'm gonna plug them pamper swaddlers you know because they were great and they were the more expensive diapers but you got to find what works for you and hopefully you can find a less expensive one that your kid doesn't poop out the back of but
1: Uh, She said it too. Uh -uh.
0: Crap happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's funny that you say that though, because in all honesty, um, we realized because we have two girls and a boy Mm -hmm. that. Some diapers were better with girls and boys, really? and we use the they same ones grow, for the girls, so. and those didn't work with the boys, so huh. we had to switch brands. Gotcha. But it's yeah, you know, you think, oh well, we can you know we'll buy the generic, and that's if they work for you, that's a great right. idea. But sometimes it doesn't work, and trust me, when you're cleaning up plenty of messes outside the diaper, you go, you know, I'll spend the extra money on yeah, on not, the brand names. Yeah. And now uh, the other one is everybody says, hey, I, you know, I'm going to nurse, we're going to nurse. Well, sometimes that works out really well, and sometimes it doesn't. Right. Uh, you know, we had one daughter that you know. Couldn't,
0: couldn't. couldn't do that. Yeah, right.
1: because uh, she had an allergy to uh, an allergy. So we had to get soy formula. Mm-hmm. So not only did we have to get formula, but we had to get soy formula, yeah. which is more expensive.
0: Now, so, what I learned was going to the big box stores, Sam's Club, Costco, whatever, those were the best places to get the best value for both diapers and formula. And we would go and drop a couple hundred bucks, but they have rewards. And, you know, so find the best thing that works for you. But what did we look at? The average cost of diapers and formula is how much a month?
1: Combined a year. A year. Right under three thousand dollars. Twenty eight hundred dollars. Wow. So you're looking at about about a n- right thousand dollars on diapers and about eighteen hundred dollars on formula. That's great. So you know, think about that. You gotta put that yeah. into your uh, you've gotta put that into your uh, little budget right there. Make sure mm-hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of dining out and a lot of Starbucks you might have to skip out on, right? Sure is. Number four is
0: Child care costs, um, boy, yeah, this this was another shocker. I think when we were pregnant, you know, going, how much is it going to cost? Because we're two working parents to send this kid to co- to uh, daycare, not college. Send them to college when they're born. I've met
1: your kids; are pretty smart, but I don't know if you're going to send them to college their first year they're right, born. Right,
0: but I think. You know, the average cost is about nine thousand dollars a year, which is a lot. But here's the thing to consider: there are lots of options when it comes to daycare, and it's something that you guys that you should have the conversation about because you might have a family member who could watch them and save you some money.
1: Shout out to my mother-in-law; she helped watch all three of mine. My
0: mom, same thing. She's
1: a saint for doing it.
0: Yeah, Um, you can find an in-home provider, which is probably going to be less expensive than going to a business that offers childcare. Um, you know, in the first year, childcare is the most expensive because they're the most needy. I think we went to like a business the first year, and I say we probably dropped a thousand dollars a month yeah. in in childcare, which was ridiculous. It was more than our mortgage.
1: Right. Um, well, it's for us. My wife actually went down to part time. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. And now there's, there's and, that option. Part time. I was a teacher, home.
1: so basically during the summers I was home, which helped out with the cost. And like I said, our my mother-in-law actually helped and contributed a lot, which, you know, the really great thing about that is, though, the kids have a really good relationship with their grandmother sure, and yeah. their grandfather because of that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of times we're scared to ask that question. But remember this, too. If you do have your parents help you, remember they're helping you. It's not something they have to do. So, hey, mm-hmm. if you're a grandparent and you don't want to watch your kid, grandkids, you say, nope, so you I'm know. not doing it. Say, so then come over for, you know, one night a week and I'll... Get them all hopped up on candy, but they're not staying all week.
0: Right. All right. Number five, life insurance. Now, life insurance. Tell me what you mean by life insurance. Is this life insurance for us or the kids?
1: <laughs> well, hopefully you already have life insurance for you.
0: Well, but you up it yeah, when your kids this are is born.
1: Exactly. So it's actually both, really. Uh, when you talk about life insurance, though, let's focus first on the child. Okay. Once we have a child, we want to get a life insurance policy on and them. The
0: younger, the better.
1: The younger, the better. It, it's it, cheaper. It's cheaper that way, yes. Mm-hmm. And you're not buying a life insurance policy on your child because you want to collect on it. Right. God forbid, nobody wants to have... That happened in their life. Nobody wants their child to pass before them. But what we do know is this: uh, in the state of Indiana, especially, the, the cost of having a funeral is very expensive. Imagine losing your child, going through that grief, and then having to find the money to pay for that that funeral. We're talking the funeral costs are over ten thousand dollars on average mm-hmm. in the state of Indiana alone. So you want to have that there just for peace of mind. Right. Now, what I did, mine are, mine's twenty eighteen and eight. I bought them whole life policies. They cost me like thirteen dollars a month. The, they're getting cash value out of that. They have so, the annuity
0: piece so to it. So they have the annuity yep. piece. It's not a too. lot of
1: money. Yes. But you know, when they're in their twenty three or twenty four, I'll just hand it to them and they can do what they want. But right. if they want the cash, they can, or they can keep paying the twelve dollars a
0: month. My dad did that for me, and I, so now I have a fifty thousand dollar whole life that you know has a cash value, but I just continued it because at that price, yeah, you can't get you can't yeah. get insurance that cheap.
1: And so as a parent, you're doing it for your peace of mind. You're not doing it because right. You know, but there's, there are many out there that don't, and then that does happen, and, and mm-hmm. it's a very expensive. And you've got to remember, you're going through a lot. Of, you know, your, the, the grief, you know, the grief period that you're going through, and then you've got to find the money to pay mm-hmm. for this. Is it can't help. The second part, like you said, was as parents.
0: Yeah, changing your life insurance policies on yourself because of your kids. Right. Yeah.
1: And we've talked about life insurance in the past. Remember, it's it's one of those things. It's. It's all about. It depends where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm single, I didn't. I just needed a small policy to pay for my burial, right? Right. So I wouldn't be a burden. Once I got married, I needed a little bit more to help. You know, my it's spouse. The or wife, of yeah. If the house one of, or the
0: car or mm-hmm. whatever. When you
1: die. And now you've got children that will be around, being taken, being cared for for the next 18 years at the minimum. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a huge income to make up for, depending on when you would pass away. So yes, you always need to make sure you're upping your life insurance. So you you want to up it when you go from one kid to two kids to three kids. And uh, uh, not only that, but as you're earning more money, more income.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing with life insurance that I've learned, too, in talking with an agent is they're always going to sell you as much as you want. Right. So you got to really look at what's the most coverage I can get for the budget that I can afford. And you need to stay at that level. I mean, I hate to say it, but insurance, we don't all have unlimited income. Insurance
1: salesman would never do that. Oh, really? Never. <laughs> They're looking out for the welfare of of your your children. And the more
0: money you can leave your children, the better. But that's all got a cost to it. So you got to work it into the budget.
1: Got a lot of friends in insurance. Just just joking, guys. Number six.
0: Uh, You know, you need to put your kid on your health care plan. So you're going to go from, you know, individual or individual and spouse to family. Right.
1: Right. Mm hmm. And, we, and that's a big jump. It's a, it's a jump, right? <laughs> it's a jump from single. Because they don't to, care whether yeah, you have one kid married, or four kids. Yeah. And that's what's really important because a lot of times, and I can tell you in our household, my wife has her health insurance policy. I have mine. And then we decided which one the children were going to be on based on which which coverage was better and which was more cost effective. Yep. So my wife actually carries the children on her health care, mm-hmm. and I am single on mine at my, at at. at Our employer. Yeah. So you make sure you look at those little things because that does make a huge that can make a huge difference. Uh, You know, when you're young, when they talk about, you know, oh, we've got these benefits, really, the older you get and the more children and things you're doing, those benefits do play a huge part in your decision that you made with that employer, hopefully.
0: Um, and number seven, you know, think about starting a 529 plan. We, I made the joke about, you know, my kids are going to go to college. But, I mean, college is a cost that in 18 years your kids are going to realize. Yep.
1: So, I mean, you can make a 529. You can go online, right?
0: Right. In the state of Indiana, it's collegechoicedirect.com uh, where you can set up your own 529 right. plan. Right. And just
1: start putting in a little bit mm-hmm. at a time and you're going to see that, It's going to grow and it's going to be there for when they do go to college. And, you know, I made that mistake. We didn't do it with the oldest.
0: Yeah. And, you know, compound interest, time is on your side. That's right. So the earlier you can start putting away a little bit, the better off you're going to be when they turn 18.
1: So let's recap our seven reasons. Number one, uh, the baby delivery cost, all of that prenatal care before and birth. Mm -hmm. Number two, who's working and who's staying home.
0: Number three. Uh diapers and formulas. Yeah,
1: the, the big one there, the big expensive yeah. one. Number, Number f-
0: four. Child care costs.
1: Child care costs. Number five is I believe was it a life insurance. mm
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Number six, related to that, health insurance and getting your kid on your plan.
1: And last but not least is make sure you're making that 529 plan. Yeah. Now, we were discussing this a little bit earlier about, you know, we're talking about these when it comes to your, your child. And Dusty wanted to talk a little bit more about.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, not traditional families are great, but that's not where we all are in our lives right now. So there's a lot of single mothers out there uh, having kids without, without dads in the picture. So what do you, Jamie, what's your best advice if you're doing this on your own or you're doing this with someone who's maybe not um, married to you?
1: I think you still have to have the discussion with whoever is in your life. Uh, and, and if the person who is is the, the father, you know, you have to have that discussion with them too, because you don't know what their thoughts are and you mm-hmm. need to make those decisions together if you can. Um, so it's really a tough one because what we see a lot of times is single mothers end up bearing the burden of all these costs. Right. And I think this is a discussion that you need to have, you know, at the beginning of the pre- pregnancy and throughout.
0: Well, and honestly, if you're not married, uh, there are some, you know, there are some legal obligations that the father has. If, you know, if that's something you can't come to an agreement on just on your own, you can you can take legal action. So. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of single mothers that are in poverty because this discussion doesn't take place. Right. And don't be afraid to have the discussion. Hey, and if you're the father, the father probably wants to be a part of this life, too. So mm-hmm. the discussion needs to take place for both people for the right reasons. Right. And remember, it's for the child's best sake.
0: Yeah. And I hope that what you're hearing out of all of this that we're talking today is don't have kids. They're they're, they're too expensive. Because that is absolutely not what we're saying. We're saying...
1: No, that's people. what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying don't have kids. <laughs> too too expensive. expensive. And
0: after year one, they just get more expensive. But yeah. no, I mean... Kids are wonderful. You just have to budget for them, just like you do any other major life event.
1: Right, exactly. And you're going to have to decide in the budget what's going to stay and what's going to go. And once you have the children, there's other things to consider. Yeah. You know, It used to be, hey, we're going to go out. We're going to go on vacation together. We're going to... Yeah, how many times we got to dinner a week is going to be... You have to, That budget's going to have to change. Either that, you're going to have to have more income coming in. Right. Which what we really see people making the bad decision is they don't change their behaviors. Yeah. And they start living on their credit cards. Oh, yeah. So this discussion really needs to take place to, to keep that happy, that happy life, yeah. right?
0: And you know, at the end of the day, what your child's going to love and value most about you is the time that you spent with them and the memories you make to help them grow into the person they are going to become. It's not necessarily that $1,000 stroller you bought <laughs> them or the you know brand new clothes that they got every three months. I, so. I see
1: people out there that are using strollers that are $500 and I just, I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, I got by with the stroller we had and I think we probably paid too much for it. Right. You know, I think the one thing that a lot of people are probably hesitant of getting secondhand, and I agree with this, is, you know, this is the car seats for the most part, but everything else, man, the stroller is a stroller. It, you know, if you, I guess if you're a marathon runner and you need the, the jogging one because mm-hmm. you're going to go out and be a marathon runner, then go for it. But I, I'm going to tell you we weren't marathon runners and the one we got was just, it was, just, it was fine. just fine. Yeah.
0: So Jamie, for those out there who are going, man, I am getting ready to have a baby or we're wanting to have a baby and I need help. Cause I don't need to, I don't know what to do financially. What, what can people do?
1: First thing you need to do is go out and really appreciate that sleep you're having right now. <laughs> exactly. You know, take advantage of those naps. Cause those naps, <laughs> take, are the, your, naps, take your naps now because they're few and far between. But also remember this, if you need help uh, budgeting for that little one and you don't really know what to do, you know, you need help with your finances Come see us visit fcfcu.com backslash financial education and set up a free uh, consultation we'll sit down and try to help you as mes- best we can with the budget or maybe sit down and do a 529 whatever you need there you go
0: carpe dime it's presented by financial center first credit union it's produced by the beatboxing jamie davidson dusty simmons and courtney cooper Financial Center is a six-time national award runner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to help you improve your financial, financial lives. Yes. To learn more, visit FCFCU.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe from Google, iTunes, SoundCloud on Spotify, and now on the All Indiana Podcast Network.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Have a great day.